The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our beautiful world. Troubling stories of damage through excessive human impact on the biosphere. And goodness knows, we've had rather a lot of those this week. And uplifting stories of restoration. I hope these accounts can help you find your own pathway of protection of the people and planet you love. And it's impossible to start this week's Eco Postcard without a a moment of sympathetic thought for those who've been affected by Cyclone Gabriel in the North Island, who've had their lives disrupted, their properties affected, uh, their businesses and so on. Okay, so I want to start today with... Uh, an item on how we relate to oceans and a plea from one of the quite famous people who've spent their lives studying oceans, Sylvia Earle, a US oceanographer um, who has uh, studied oceans in a variety of ways, including time actually living underwater uh, with a team of women and uh, with a, a, a thing that she repeated nearly a dozen times, spending time actually living uh, under sea. And she holds the record for the deepest solo dive. So she is making a plea for uh, thinking differently about the oceans, thinking of the oceans as as a world that we need to protect. She says we've become used to thinking of the oceans as, as too big to fail, that you could extract any number of anything from the ocean and there'd always be more and that we couldn't really damage it in any way. She, she um, points out that that time has passed. We have done enormous damage already and we need to reverse it. She says that uh, she wants to have a, a global gathering of marine experts to rein in industrial overfishing that she says threatens hundreds of species with extinction and that we should we should think of doing unto fish as you would have them do unto you. Um, she points out that we're very capable of driving fish species to extinction and that we're seeing species after species winked out, as she says. The trajectory is that more than a million species will be lost uh, and that we we are extremely powerful in uh, eliminating whole ecosystems. And to quote her, If we can make one transformative movement in the 21st century, it's to gain a greater respect for caring for life, for all life, ourselves included. Okay, next story is that new technology of studying sea level rise shows that it's actually worse than we thought. Uh, developed countries 
use LIDAR to map elevation of coastal areas to appraise risk, and we do that in Nelson, Tasman. LIDAR is light detection and radar, which is more expensive than the older way of doing it using radar, but radar can't distinguish between the tops of trees, the tops of buildings, and, and ground level. So with radar, we get an overestimate of land elevation, which is corrected by using LIDAR. And um, the, we, we know that the rate of sea level rise is increasing and the present IPCC models show that it'll be half a metre to a metre higher by the end of this century. Now, <laughs> to make matters worse, some of the biggest cities, uh, in, particularly in developed countries, but not only, are pumping so much groundwater that the land is sinking at the same time that sea level is rising, increasing their vulnerability. This, this is a phenomenon that occurs in New Zealand, not necessarily because of pumping groundwater, but, but it, parts of our coast are sinking at the same time that sea level is rising and parts of our coast are rising. Um, so this uh, study of the corrected level of elevation of coastal areas and therefore the increased area of incursion of the sea in the future uh, also helps to inform discussions on loss and damage, particularly to developing countries um, who are asking for payment from developed rich countries who have done the most to cause global warming, uh, whereas developing countries have done very little but are enduring most of the impacts of sea level rise. Um, the study points out that we know that for both developing and developed countries, we have economic zones that are in the coastal zone and that will be affected and that we have cultural uh, heritage sites that will be lost. Um, so the improved information is extremely important. Okay, my last story today is a good news story. And uh, it's, it's one that you've heard of, but i fill in some details here. And that is that the Earth's ozone layer is on course to be healed within decades. Um, the, uh, this problem became apparent in the, in the 1980s and a, a large conference was called to uh, work out what to do to protect the ozone layer, which protects all of life, including humans, from the harmful effects <clears throat> of ultraviolet rays from the sun. And in 1989, the Montreal Protocol was drawn up, which was an international agreement that helped to eliminate most of the ozone-depleting chemicals um, that were used mainly in solvents and refrigerants. Uh, there have been some blips in this, 
because a couple of couple of blips, which shows how complicated these things are. Um, the uh, it, it was found that one of the or one class of the replacement chemicals that that um, replaced the ozone depleting ones was actually a, an extremely powerful greenhouse gas and um, that that has has led to a new agreement uh, to try to eliminate those two and then 2018 it was found that the the harmful um, chlorofluorocarbons that were destroying the ozone layer that there was a blip and they were going up again fortunately the technology enabled this to be tracked to factories in China and through negotiated agreements this was eventually remediated which also says a lot for the, um, the negotiating um, relationships between environmental um, scientists and um, politicians who, who uh, take responsibility for protecting the environment um, that 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 um, practice of the I think clandestine production of chlorofluorocarbons was stopped and by the nine by 2040 uh, most most in most areas of the world the whole will be healed the poles will take a little bit longer. The Arctic will bounce back fully by 2045 and the Antarctic by 2066. A success story for humanity. And may we, may we do the same uh, with greenhouse gases. Okay, so this is Joanna Santa Barbara and we have been... Uh, enjoying an eco postcard. Eco postcards is Monday afternoons at three thirty p.m. and Saturday mornings nine forty-five a.m. Till next week. Bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand on air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.